it's been a while, right? Because um, they went to Stonemore, went through the mountains, developed the yeah, it's... entire city, bought the... Oh, well, yeah, it's been way longer than I thought. I mean, it's been like two, on, two and a half years, the, <laughs> real the, time. Yeah. <laughs> on the air, they met for down on the edge of the Brugian Wood, blah, 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 saved Sorm from the Hellhounds. They were only with Fadan for two days. They were with Fadan for six episodes. <laughs> find Giant's Lair, find the Giant, flee to Kerim, and then they, then the next day they slept in the mines. Yeah, so after, I, I went into After saving Kerim and leaving. Um, yeah, well, and that, I, I led the entire army of, um, of orcs and etc. back onto them. And I took off with the survivors while they ran back into the mines being pursued by everything. Yeah, so it has been 32 days since that. Oh wow, I've been busy according to this. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell, tell me about what Fadan has been up to in that 32 days. So I imagine he spent some time with the survivors of Kerim, helping them settle into Sorm. Yeah, he, yeah. So, so they, was... they were refugees along with um, the the gnomes for a while that had also fled the inside of the mountain. And then the gnomes went off on their merry little way, uh, being led by one Monsieur Trestle Spoon. Mm. But yeah, what what did Fadan do? Well, Fadan, um, Fadan was hailed as, you know, sort of a bit of a saviour. Um, you know, a very, a very popular returned son of Kerim having uh, led the survivors out of town and, and led them on the the journey back to Sorm. And yeah, he, he enjoyed the popularity with the people of Kerim, but because they were pretty much just a bunch of refugees trying to integrate into Sorm using the skills that they had from their mining town to help with various stone masonry and forestry tasks and get jobs and build houses. But Fadan was more interested in a return to Kerim and like he'd, he'd spent a decade away from home. He wanted to go back. He wanted to save Kerim from these hordes of creatures coming out of the mines. So Fadan did, did make his way back. He he showed up in Kerim oh probably probably wouldn't have been much more than a week after getting to Sorm. To empty empty Kerim. To empty Kerim. Um well it wasn't it wasn't empty for that long. Fadan <laughs> Fadan had some plans. Fadan built a little bit of a force of essentially his ancestors raising them from the ground raising them from so the from mines the, from like the cemetery as well yep from the cemetery i imagine being like all right great uncle bruce up you get <laughs> yep and his old uh, his old master that he apprenticed to the smith as well and um yeah for, for Dan set sort of set his ancestors to work uh they're producing a few long-lasting goods they're producing a, a field of bloodweed they're producing potatoes and various different root vegetables and kumra. Fadan's turns turns the area into into something of a utopia for things that are dead. <laughs> Zombie land for zombies. Zombie land for zombies, but with a purpose. Fadan is attempting to save Kerim. Fadan wants his ancestors to help him clear out the mines to make Kerim safe again. Because he's fully expecting, you know, the, these people have gone to Sorm. These refugees are now in Sorm, but they're going to want to come back, right? Karen was their home too. Yeah, Karen. Karen was definitely their home. Yeah. Um, and Sorm is a small place, which is 
but obviously it experienced a very big refugee boom all at once with the gnomes arriving from inside the mountain and the Keramites arriving too. And I assume a bunch of people day. who just didn't want to put up with all the nonsense happening in Stonemore. Uh, yeah, well, a lot of shit happened in Stonemore too. So yeah, people probably came from all directions and Storm was like the point where they all converged. So I think either Storm would have had to have grown exponentially and started to become a city in its own right instead of a backwater village. Hmm. Or people are going to have to start leaving and finding somewhere else to go, aka the new Kerim, the, the undead Kerim. Yeah, but uh, Kerim's not going to be a lot like what they remember. <laughs> um, yeah. We've got, let's see, uh, Fadan's former master has been raised as a white uh, who has rebuilt the blacksmith. We've raised miners from the mines and the cemeteries, all my ancestors who are mining for silver and mining for iron and producing silvered weapons. Um, with all this necromantic energy drifting around, we've uh, also been able to raise a few ghosts who are guiding my uh, undead miners to rich ore veins by passing through the ground. And this undead industry can work night and day. We don't need to worry about taking breaks. We don't need to worry about feeding people. So it's exploitative is what you're telling me? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm using automation. All right. And all the, the fruits of this automation are not going to the, the proletariat. They're going to one guy, the necromancer at the top. Yep. Do you have ambitions to grow Saw oh grow Kerim beyond its original population? No, no, this is all about making Kerim safe. This is all about making it so that people can come back to Kerim. I've, I've got all these long lasting food stocks. The place is prepared for a siege as any place could be. Okay, and so there's there's defensible walls built or in progress in progress um so the walls that were around the town were largely knocked down over time they weren't well maintained Kerim essentially didn't have that many threats but uh Fadan's rebuilt the sort of the old walls that maybe um there's a few houses outside them nowadays because Kerim had grown a bit since the last time it had proper walls so it's actually slightly smaller than it used to be and it's definitely sort of built around um, having a defensible position from the lower reaches of the mountain and a defensible yep. position from the mines and the caves. Okay, I dig and it. And Fadan's tower is starting to grow um, up against the mountain. Cool. So the town has been slowly repopulated with the undead. Kilns and forges run day and night. A cold mist drifts from the earth near Kerim. The first nightclub in Eisen, Drank, is now populated by zombies. Walls are being built around the town, and a tower is constructed near the mountainside. Living things are now avoiding the area. Missing the birdsong, Fadan has repopulated the area with Kia, but like undead Kia. Horrifying undead birds with sharp, curved beaks and a creaking, broken call. Oh, dude, I've got to write all of this down. <laughs> I think I copied and pasted That's this to a... you like a while ago. The undead Kia. Oh, what am I? Uh, what am I going to do with that? I gotta do something with that. Oh, this is uh, like a hundred percent um sort of surveillance, capitalism, surveillance state stuff. So if you've got like these undead Kia all through the mountain, then Fadan's got a bunch of automated workforce doing a bunch of work for him and he's got a bunch of um cameras spread around the whole area, keeping an eye on everything. But your your tower is built up against the base of the mountain? Yeah, so um like by where the entry to the mines were or where they still are yes close to it 
it doesn't quite block the entrance, but it's um, the um, wall of the tower is quite close to the entrance to the mine. And I'm kind of imagining um, that that's on a little bit of a sheer cliff, and the tower is kind of built up and against that sheer cliff. Cool, that works. This is great. I, I love the the players who come into this having built not just their character with detail, but the situation around their character with detail. So, naturally, Fadan has seen all of this as perfectly reasonable under the circumstances. There was a threat. The threat is being eliminated. Yeah, might have, you know, essentially defiled the corpses of many of his ancestors, but he's sort of seeing it more as, you know, like, we're all working together. This is friendly. Yep. Did he raise any non-humans, such as ogres that died in the attack, or any trolls from the nearby Brugian wood, or any ogres from the mines, or anything else that would be found around in that area? I think if he raised... all, all just people? If he raised any of um, the creatures that attacked the mines, all he would have done is basically raise them and then send them down and say, oh, eliminate some stuff in the mines and not really thought about them again. Okay. Um, Fadan's raising the people of Kerim to participate in the saving of Kerim. Okay. Because Fadan thinks this is saving. Yep. So if, yeah, it, it's a weird kind of saving. So if someone came along and just like came upon this new Kerim, they would see only people like elves and humans and dwarves and stuff, undead, like undead versions of them doing the work. They wouldn't see like ogres and, and other creatures as well. Yes. It's only going to be the citizens of Kerim. Okay. Working the fields, mining for ore, building the walls and defences, and smithing weapons. Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.